With Father's Day right around the corner, what do you give to the man who has everything? Easy. You give him an experience he'll never forget. You give him Omaha Steaks because a world-class dad deserves a world-class steak. The Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected gift packages starting at just $89. Just go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout for an additional discount when you shop gourmet gift packages for Father's Day. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless variety, and endless value. Truly, they have perfected more than just steak. Your dad is guaranteed to love every bite. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get an exclusive savings. Shop for unforgettable gifts that are guaranteed to make dad's day. Because if there's one thing that Omaha Steaks knows, it's the dads want steak. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to save on exclusive packages starting at just $89. What is happening? Welcome to the Island Recorder Podcast. My name is Nick Pollock and... I know there's a lot of things to talk about here. One, first of all, I'm so sorry for my audio quality. I'm here in Maine. My mic, I I have Blue Yeti and the the cable is broken. Um, second, no, it's just me today. Um, Alex Fast fortunately was not available tonight. Um, and I, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. It's the last week of the year. And what we got to do, we have to talk about all the starters through this week to make it as easy as possible for you. I didn't want to leave a lot of you hanging when you needed it most. So I'm going to do it today. I know the audio quality is going to be worse. It's just going to be me. It's going to be a little bit quicker. We're not going to go long in this podcast, but I want to make sure that we get this done and for you so that we can help it out, right? Okay, so here we go. Uh, on Tuesday's rankings, we have today, it's Zach Wheeler against the Cubs. You got Robbie Ray tomorrow against Texas. Uh, Shane Bieber, Lance Lynn, Logan Webb, Lance McCullers Jr., Carlos Carrasco, Patrick Sandoval, Tyler Anderson, Hunter Green. All of these are auto starts for me. We have Hunter Green against Pittsburgh. I think that's an interesting one as far as auto starts go. He looks phenomenal. It's been two starts back from the IL. He's been looking great. Everything is good to go there. No one really of interest. Otherwise, I don't think you have any sort of indecision here. On the probable start tier, Blake Snell, Miles Michaelis, Pavel Lopez, Michael Walker, Corey Kluber. And Bailey Ober. I know Blake Sell is going against the Dodgers. You're not looking forward to that one. It's okay. This slide looked really good last time. He threw a lot of fastballs over. And I feel like if Blake Snell is just Blake Snell, it doesn't really matter. They're facing the Dodgers. Miles Michaelis, we're holding on tight, hoping that works against the Brewers. Pablo Lopez against the Mets. I know that feeling. I really do. He has not been at the top of his game. You still want to do it against the Mets. Pop, uh, Michael Waka against the Orioles. I think he's just been doing too well for you to bench him now. Corey Kluber has done well against tough opponents. Last two starts, he gets Cleveland. And Bailey Ober against the White Sox. I think his stuff is good enough. He's over 70 pitches now. I think if you have Bailey Ober, you're going to start him. Questionable start two tomorrow isn't great. Uh, you have the Reds for Mitch Keller, and he's been on a good stretch. He just did well against the Mets, if you can believe, in the Cubs. That could work out. I'm not necessarily chasing it, but I think it's all right. You have Kyle Bradish against the Red Sox. Ah, I, I know. I'm a little back and forth in this. Is he going to maintain 
The low fastball usage and more secondaries that we saw last time as he went 8.2 innings against the Astros. Maybe the Red Sox aren't as scary, but they're still dangerous. Uh, so I'm not chasing it either. You have Zach Greinke against the Tigers. That should be fine. Marco Stroman against the Phillies. He didn't do well in a good matchup last time. Uh, it's all it's all very annoying. Um, you have Jose Brios versus James and Tyon. Whichever side you want of that one, go for it if you want. But honestly, I would sit it out. And then there's Kyle Muller against the Nationals. He's coming up from the minors. There is a little bit of intrigue there. I would play it safe on this Tuesday. I think there are better streams that we'll talk about later in this week. And James Kaprilian against the Angels uh, is something to consider as well. He did go seven innings against the Mariners last time, and he could repeat that. Joby Wentz in the Do Not Start here goes against the Royals. I know he's had three good starts. I think he's very, very pedestrian with this stuff. I don't want to risk his. I don't. I risk this. I don't think his ceiling is high enough. Zach Davies against the Astros. Uh, Herman Marquez at San Francisco seems like a start that would work out, but even when it does, it's just not that good. And I think you're risking a very low floor. Uh, Adrian Hauser against St. Louis does not intrigue me at all. You have Paolo Espino against the uh, against Atlanta and Colby Allard against the Mariners. All that stuff you are not doing. So yeah, solo pod today. Uh, we got this. No problem. Easy peasy beautiful cover girl <laughs> on Wednesday. Uh, Justin Verlander against the Diamondbacks. Brandon Woodruff against the Cardinals. Julio Urias. Uh, Aaron Nola. Tristan McKenzie. Garrett Cole. Zach Gallen against the Astros. I'm still going for that. Garrett Cole's a little bit lower because he is going against Toronto and he does have a home run problem at the moment. Tom Walker gets the Marlins and George Kirby against the Rangers. Yeah, all those guys, if you have them, you are obviously starting. You don't need me. Jose Quintana against the Brewers. He did well against the Dodgers. He should do well against the Brewers, right? Uh, Joe Musgrove has been very strange. Does he have a slider? Does he not? He has some arm fatigue. He's in the probable start now for the Dodgers. I actually might change this uh, uh, tomorrow to be a questionable. Uh, I think when I was making this, I might have overlooked or at least didn't give enough credence to the arm fatigue that shortened his previous start. I think against the Dodgers, he honestly is a he's a questionable start at the very least at this point. So this is the bonus you get for listening to the On the Corner podcast. Uh, you have Jesus Lazardo against the Mets, and I think that's good enough for you with that changeup. Uh, in the questionable start tier, you have Dean Kramer. Actually, by the way, with Jesus Lazardo, this is why I would interrupt fast and get really upset at me. Uh, fastball velocity was good. More four seamers and sinkers last time, and the curveball was excellent. The changeup actually wasn't even the star of the show last time for Jesus Lazardo because that changeup back too that thinks should be very good, even though it is the Mets. And the questionable start to the stream of the day is going to be Dean Kramer against the Red Sox. I'm not in love with this one. Kind of like with Bradish, I don't know how much I trust that start. It's nice that he did it against the Astros, don't get me wrong. It was a complete game. The four seamer was, uh, was benched for secondary stuff as well. But it is Boston. It's risky still. Now you have Michael Lorenzen as well against Oakland. That's an interesting one to consider. Johnny Cueto against the Twins. Hayden Wisniewski against the Phils, though. Martin Perez against the Mariners. Jake Uderizzi against the Nationals. Matt Manning against the Royals. Amor Chill against the Orioles. And Luis Sousa against the Pirates. Um, Wisniewski is interesting against the Phils. Good curveball. Maybe the fastball is good enough, too. These are all starts, though, that I'd be very cautious for it's why it's the third tier questionable start jake odorizzi against the nationals could work out he did just get blasted by the fills however i do think the stuff is better than the line suggested and i could do well for you against the nationals matt manning i don't really like trusting whatsoever with chills cherry bomb and louis sessa i mean is this ladder really gonna be there i don't want to trust that 
In the Do Not Start tier, Adrian Martinez really has not put it together as he faces the Angels. Daniel Lynch against the Tigers, but that hasn't mattered for Lynch. Uh, Josh Winder against the White Sox. Josiah Gray against Atlanta. Jose Arena against the Giants. Tyler Glasnow is coming back, but he should probably go like two innings. So I don't really think that's worth your while. Bryce Wilson against the Reds, which Mitch White against the Yankees, and Sean Yali against the uh, the Rockies. All this stuff you do not want to do. On Thursday, we have a little bit of a smaller slate. You have Shoei Otani against Oakland. You have Carlos Rodon against the Rockies. Andrew Heaney at the Padres. Jeffrey Springs at the Guardians. And John Gray at Seattle. You want to do all of these starts. Of course, you don't need me. Uh, and the probable start tier, uh, Lucas Giolito against the Twins. Braxton Garrett at Milwaukee. Milwaukee uh, Marco Gonzalez against the Rangers. And Cal Quantrill against the Rays. So Garrett, I'm going with against the Brewers. His slider looked good last time. Looks like the old Garrett that we remember. Brewers aren't too scary. I think you're good to go as a streamer there. Lucas Giolito is kind of questionable against the the Twins. I feel like you just got to kind of start him at this point. Marco Gonzalez the same way against the Rangers. And Cal Quantrill is a Toby, and it's working out against the Rays. And the questionable start here, you have Eric Lauer um, in the second start back from the IL um, against Miami. He went 66 pitches in that first start back, so he should be at 75 to 80 against Miami. That shouldn't work out, but then against Eric Lauer, and he has been questionable to say the least over the entire season. He started off great, and then it just got very odd and weird, so top of questionable start. Eduardo Rodriguez, I don't like trusting him. I don't love his stuff whatsoever at this moment, but is the Royals. I understand how that could work out. Ranger Suarez against the Cubs is meh. He did come through with a changeup last time, but the cutter and sinker is just not quite the man you want him to be. But it's better than being a do not start, right? Cole Irvin could work out against the Angels. Javier Assad against the Phils. I could see if the cutter is there. Assad could do well, but not things I'm chasing. Um, and in the do not start tier, Nathan Evaldi. I don't know what the Red Sox are doing with Evaldi. Um, he's going against Baltimore. How much is he going to start? I don't know. Louis Varland against the White Sox. You have Jonathan Heasley against the Tigers. John Manaya against the Dodgers. Mike Ballman against the Red Sox. And Ryan Feltner against the Giants. Yeah, not doing any of that. Uh, looking forward to Friday. Uh, you have, oh man, this is, this is a very quick podcast. So I think actually really quickly, we have to take a break. Hey, Alex Fast here, and thanks for listening to this podcast on the Pitcher List Podcast Network. If you're a fan, consider supporting all of us by getting a PL Plus subscription, where you're going to get an ad-free website and get access to our Discord, where you can talk to all of our podcast hosts and staff. Plus, you can hang out with our incredible Pitcher List community. It's basically a baseball sanctuary year-round for as low as $8 a month. You can sign up at pitcherlist.com backslash plus, and you're going to get your first month free with promo code podcast. Also, don't forget to check out everything else we do as well from YouTube videos, live streams, newsletters, off-season articles, TikToks, breakdowns, over 15 baseball podcasts on our network. We can't stop talking about baseball even during the off-season. So sign up for PL Plus today at pitcherlist.com backslash plus and use promo code podcast to get your first month free. All right. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. This is really funny to me. I think Fast would be so thrilled how short this podcast would be. But it's like, he's the problem. It's not me whatsoever. Okay. Um, on Friday, Sandy Alcantara at Milwaukee. Corbin Burns against Miami. 
Clint Kershaw against the Rockies, Yu Darvish against the White Sox, Max Fried against the Mets, Alec Manoa against Boston, Logan Gilbert against the Athletics, Jack Flaherty against the Pirates. I know, Jack Flaherty's been a little bit weird with his command, but it's the Pirates. you got to believe that's going to work out. Chris Bassett against the Atlanta, Joe Ryan at Detroit, and Alex Cobb against Arizona. Those are your auto starts. You have in the probable start tier, Brady Singer at Cleveland, Bailey Falter against the Nationals of the stream because the day I know he just got trounced by Atlanta, but the Nationals are way easier to face. You go with that one. Ming Herman is also a solid play against the Orioles. You have Jose Arquiti against the Rays as well. All those are probable starts. Question will start to you. Drew Rasmussen against the Astros. He did well against the Jays. Maybe that does stick in. Stick <laughs> for another start. Uh, you have for uh, Zach Plesak against the Royals. He's coming back from the IL, but he does seem like he's stretched out a bit. This could go well here as a Toby. Um, but again, a questionable start too. These are not the guys that I actually do want to start. Um, Graham Ashcraft could work out against the Cubs. He threw 99 mile per hour cutters and generally velocity works against the Cubs. Brian Bayo against Toronto. We've seen the ceiling and I'm maybe he's okay. Probably not. Um, Johanna Aviedo is interesting. He just did well, but is it consistent in any way? He hasn't been for his entire career. Glenn Otto against the Angels. Ugh. I don't know what we're going to get. And who is studying for the Cubs? Is it Wade Miley? I don't think it is. I think he hurt himself throwing a ball to second base or his oblique in last start. I think the Cubs are going to shut that down. He would go against the Reds. Now it could be Keegan Thompson. Keegan Thompson does come back. I think I don't want to start him because I don't think he's stretched out. And then do not start here. There's a chance that Austin Voth against the Yankees is really good because let's say the Yankees just clinched the AL East. Then that might be a depleted New York team, something to consider at the very least. Um, Davis Martin against the Padres, Drew Hutchinson against Hutchison, there's no N, against the Twins, Tommy Henry against the Giants, Kim Waldachuk against the Mariners, Eric Fede against the Phillies, Tucker Davidson against the Rangers, and Chad Cool at the Dodgers. I don't want to start any of this. I don't really see the arguments you'd have. I know Drew Hutchinson has been okay, but don't start. Ski the Hutch. Looking at Saturday, you've got Jacob deGrom, Dylan Cease, Luis Castillo, Framber Valdez, Nestor Cortez, Nicola Dolo, Jordan Montgomery, Merrill Kelly, and Kyle Wright. Uh, all as your auto starts. This is really straightforward. You don't, yeah, I'm looking at this, and maybe Kyle Wright against the Mets. He didn't have his best curveball um, last time out, but still, you, you do it. Ross Stripling gets the Red Sox. I think his changeup is that good. He also had his slider working last time, which is very nice. You have Shane McClanahan against the Astros. I don't know what to do with this. I really don't. Neck spasms and then the shoulder thing and then didn't look as good last time and uh, he's just not in the right place and it's the Astros and is he going to be limited? So many questions of this and he still can just go out and throw like 98 and make me look stupid. Aaron Savali's coming back from the IL um, and actually, I'm sorry, he already has. He's had two starts. First start was 20% curveball. Second one was 36. It looked a lot better with that hook and now he gets the Royals it should be a solid outing and you have also three streams to consider in this one believe it or not if you're looking at the entire week these are the three guys that I would be circling to make sure that I get on my teams Michael Grove getting Rocky Road Luis Ortiz against the Cardinals and Adrian Sampson against the Reds all three of those could be five plus innings of production for your teams I would be more inclined to go for this on Saturday than it would be some of the other questionable starts that we talked about earlier in the week Kyle Gibson against the Nationals, where he just had 25 whiffs and a 40% CSW. You feel like you should do it if, against, if he goes against the Nationals, Kyle Gibson. Reed Detmers gets the Rangers. He's not quite there yet. Maybe he does by this point. I feel against the Rangers, you're okay doing it. 
but it's not quite what you want. Edward Cabrera apparently sprained his ankle in his last start and was taken out. I'd be shocked if the Miami Marlins said, nah, play through it, maybe risk a larger injury at this point in the year. That just does not seem right to me. Whoever does start gets the Brewers. I don't want to do that. Against uh, In the questionable start here, you have Dylan Bundy at Detroit. It's Detroit, but it's Dylan Bundy. Jacob Junis did look really good. 5.1 innings um, of solid ball, 80-plus pitches. Now against Arizona. That could work out. That's the second start for against Arizona. He would be opened for maybe twice even, which then, of course, extends the chance of a win. Jordan Lyles against the Yankees. He did just do really well, but I don't want to do it. Uh, Nick Pavetta against Toronto. Freddie Peralta against Miami. And Noah Syndergaard at Washington. Uh, Pavetta against the Jays is just really not something you want to go for. Freddie Peralta, now it seems great against Miami, but he just threw two innings, and I don't really think he's going to go more than four. I feel like that's the cap. The thing is, though, Aaron Ashby is likely to follow, and that's the one I would go for, Aaron Ashby at Miami, or against Miami, as he'll be starting, in, he'll be ending the fifth inning in all likelihood, and against Miami. I feel like that is a good win chance if you're looking for one. Noah Syndergaard against the Nationals seems like a good one, but he's not stretched out. And I would be very hesitant to go after that. Mike Clevenger against the White Sox. I mean, look, the Phillies could just let him go for that. He was starting before. Maybe they feel comfortable letting him go 75 pitches. But that's why he's here. But I really don't want to do it. Do not start to hear Mike Clevenger against the White Sox. Clevenger hasn't been good for a while. Teller Alexander, J.P. Sears, Anibal Sanchez against the Phillies now. Uh, Chris Bubich, Cole Raggins, Cal Freeland, and whoever the Washington Nationals start in the doubleheader against the Phillies. And on Sunday, last day here, uh, because honestly, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, the only thing I really need to note, I believe, is that there are some expected aces going on Wednesday. That is the for Atlanta, the Mets, and the Jays. So Manoa, Max Fried, Bassett, that could be adjusted based on the situation. Alec Manoa, if the Jays have that wild card, is not going on Wednesday because he's going to start game one or game two, right? Things like that. Chris Bassett is likely a game three guy for the Mets, and he wouldn't start Wednesday because they would be going on Sunday. And Max Freed, well, he's the ace of that stuff. And if they're going the divisional series as opposed to the NL East, yeah, they're not going to push him on Wednesday. It's, it's little things like that, uh, which might mean you lose an ace on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So just be cautious of that. Um, but for Sunday, Max Scherzer, Shane Bieber, Robbie Ray, Lance Lynn, Christian Javier, Blake Snell, Zach Wheeler, uh, Logan Webb, Kevin Gosman, Tyler Anderson, Luis Severino are all auto starts. Those are such clear as day auto starts to me. Charlie Morton against the Mets is a little tougher. He just struggled. I'm still going with this one above Pablo Lopez against Milwaukee and Adam Wainwright against the Pirates. I know he's been fatigued over the last three, four months or three, three, four weeks. I should say, at least that's my interpretation of Wainwright doing worse, but it's the Pirates. You gotta do it. Bailey over against the uh, Tigers seems like a very clear-cut one. You also get Dre Jamison against the Giants. You also have Rosie and Rosie Contreras against the Cardinals. I'm cool with both of those. Another two starts that I would chase, keep in mind, it is a Sunday. It is hard to anticipate Sunday starts. You never know. Maybe these guys get pushed back a day or so, and it's hard to throw. Well, uh, put all your eggs in a Sunday start. Because it could just disappear. Um, Marcus Stroman against the Reds as well. That's a very clear cut one to me. And Michael Waka against the Jays 
He gets the Orioles early in the week. That feels much better. The Jays are a little bit tougher. Still, Michael Walk is in a very good place. I think I'm starting him. Questionable start here. You also have Kyle Bradish again. If, look, if Kyle Bradish kills it against the Yankee uh, against the Red Sox, I would be elevating him into the probable start here by the time I do this again on Saturday morning for these Sunday games. Adrian Hauser, he's against the Marlins. Fine. Get your two strikeouts and go home. Jose Suarez against the Rangers. Corey Kluber against the Astros. James Capillian against the Mariners. Zach Greinke at the Guardians. Uh, Joey Wentz against Minnesota. Corey Abbott. Who does the ball tonight uh, against the Phillies? Chase Anderson against the Cubs. Spencer Howard against the Angels. And Herman Marquez against the Dodgers. So do not start start from Wentz. Cranky against the Guardians. That could work. You know, these guys are Toby Zim and James Capillion. But, but yeah, I don't want to be relying on those on my desperate Sunday. But that is it, guys. I know. This is the shortest on the corner ever. It's kind of like a bonus plus pitch podcast because it's just me. Again, I apologize about the audio. Um, it's just for this week. I'm in Maine and I'm really upset that my Blue Yeti cable is out. So you have to deal with my laptop microphone, but I didn't want to leave you hanging and go get it this week. Good luck. I'll be there the entire week in the morning for the plus pitch. And of course, my live stream, ask me all the questions that you have. It's been a wonderful season. Let's put in that final amount of work to get you that championship, but that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And we'll talk to you guys next week.